I'm Jill Fetcher, Chief Growth Officer at Cypress North, a digital marketing agency in Buffalo, New York. And you're listening to the first ever episode of The Agency Scoop. Each episode, I'll be talking about the world of marketing from an agency point of view. We'll talk about what's helping our agency grow, how we work with our clients, things that bring us joy and challenges we're facing. So today I have the famous Jess Budd with me. Hello. You probably know her as one of the wonderful co-hosts of Marketing O'Clock from the Search Engine Journal Network, and I know her as one of my wonderful co-workers at Cypress North. So hi, Jess. Aww. Hi, Jill. You forgot, and dear friend. <laughs> BFFs forever. <laughs> forever. Um, so how are you doing today? I'm doing really awesome. I'm super excited to be on your first ever episode. This is killer. Well, thanks so much for doing it with me. Wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing good. This is my first ever podcast ever, so a little nervous, but we're doing okay. (laughs) So far, so good. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be all right. So today we're going to talk about our marketing team's pillars. And these are really the tenants that we live by at Cypress North that we just put together recently. Um, Cypress North is 10 and a half years old, but we just developed these with our marketing team over the past month or so. And um, Jess has been with Cypress North for almost eight years and one of the longest members. So, I mean, how did you feel about this process? I loved it. I mean, I we joke like we're the OGs, some of us that have been around for almost a decade, which is crazy. But I, it was just a really fun process because I feel like we always used to use the phrase a lot, like the cobbler's kids have the worst shoes because you're like <laughs> always doing this for other people. So it was a really fun exercise to kind of like take a step back and like kind of do the marketing for ourselves, like look at who we are and what we believe in and what we stand for. And it's just like, it's been a really cool process to be on like the other side of it, even though we were on both sides of it because we were doing it for ourselves. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, I mean, we're all used to as agency people seeing them in our clients' corporate brand standards mm-hmm. or in their mission statements. And I feel like you don't really get to hear a lot about an agency's pillars or values or, you know, they call them different things. They're all kind of the same thing, but you don't hear about it a lot from an agency standpoint. So it was no. kind of cool to do it for us. So we, um, a few things happened this year that kind of led us to deciding to do this. So we have grown quite a bit this year. Despite the pandemic in 2020, we were able to hire um, four new employees um, this year alone. And the best way we hire is really to train people with no experience. And um, that's how most of our marketing team came to be who they are, that they came here with no experience and learned how to do performance digital marketing our way. And So because we don't hire a lot of people that already have that, we look for different qualities as opposed to different experience levels or different skill sets, if that makes sense. So, I mean, what did you you come here with, with experience coming to Cypress North? Zero from a marketing. I didn't even take an actual marketing class in college. I was a communications uh, major, so I did have like kind of that critical thinking and like media background, but nothing proper marketing. I had zero experience and here I am almost eight years later with, you know, working with some of the top minds in the industry, I think, and learning from them, learning from the best. So it's, you know, I started from zero. <laughs> started at from the, the bottom, bottom, now we're here. here. <laughs> No pop culture. Perfect. Perfect. Um, we should have Drake on the show as a guest. Mm. I hear he's available. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good friend of mine. Call him right up. <laughs> so, yeah, so we were really 
when we were hiring and um, Greg and I were doing a ton of interviewing and talking to people and we kept saying a lot of the same things over and over and we kept saying we were looking for the same things over and over and it just kind of was like, okay, why don't we put these in place somewhere? Um, then one of our new clients, when we were onboarding with them, we had kind of a kickoff meeting with them and they came to the table like, hey, we have all of these core values that we want to talk to you guys about because it's really important as a vendor and as a partner that you understand what we stand for. And we thought that was a really cool way to go about it and kick mm -hmm. off our relationship with them because generally we find out about those things, like we said, in brand standards, yeah. mission statement, something that we kind of get down the road and um, – something that's in their handbook but not really expressed or talked about um, and we thought that was pretty cool and felt like something that maybe we could do ourselves you know as i said we wanted to standardize this a bit and bring it into our conversations with our people internally new hires and even with our clients um, so I think a lot of companies go through this a different way, and there might be months of research or employee surveys and things like that, and ours is a little um, less structured than that, I would say. But we we did have a few things that, that we used to guide us. So we really, we wanted them to represent us and feel like us, not just be aspirational. Um, and I think that, that was important because how many clients do you have, Jess, that come with like their <laughs> aspirational, like our core value is to be innovative. Yeah. It's like, but are you? <laughs> <laughs> and what are you doing to be innovative? You know, and, and is that really something that every single person can really take to heart and use in their day-to-day -day job? Um, and we didn't want to be generic. Mm -hmm. Innovation. <laughs> um, or use things like work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Um we wanted to use things that really felt like us. Um, and we wanted everyone to embrace them. So I think that going through this process, we did some some drafts of it. And then when we went through it with the whole team, we asked for feedback and for ideas, things like that. And, and do you feel like it was a good process that way? I do. I do. Because I feel like you bring up the work-life balance thing and it's such an overused phrase, but it's also like at the core of it, a really important thing. So the feedback process was like, okay, we know we don't want to say this, but how do we, how do we say what, how our culture is important and how, you know, enjoying your work is important and like going home satisfied and all that. And look, working through that together again was a part of just who we are. And I, I don't know, I think doing the tenants together and coming up with them together and just kind of working through it, it's how we work with our clients. It's how we work together. And then it just came out in what we came up with because that's how we were doing it. I don't know if I'm explaining that well, <laughs> but like we were living it as we were doing it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one of the one of the other things that we wanted to make sure that we didn't do was we wanted to have five or less <laughs> when it came <laughs> down to it because mm -hmm. so many people have like 20 core values and then nobody can remember them all. It's not something that you really live by or abide by. Um, so that was really important to us, five or less. Um, Who really hardcore believes in like 20 actual things too. Right. Right. Like, we all have 20 things we like, but – <laughs> core is not double digits people <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and and one of the things that we do when we talk to clients about like if we're doing a brand project or a brand new website or even you know kicking off a marketing relationship 
Um, one of the things in our input doc that we ask people is if your brand was a person, what four words would you use to describe them? And I think that that has always come back with really cool answers. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of similar to that. Like we want to make sure that we could describe our team in five, not five words or less, but five things or less. So um, basically how we started before we go into what our tenants are and what we came up with, um, we started ju by just making a list of all the things basically Greg says constantly. <laughs> he is our fearless leader and there are many phrases that he says all the time in our meetings and when we're working through problems with him on an account or, you know, um, he says a lot of things that we kind of live by. So we took all of these things, made a list, and then we kind of bucketed it into themes and then did some copy editing to make them all just a few words that are easy to remember with a couple descriptor sentences below them so that they were easy to explain and talk through. And I actually talked through it with our new intern, Nicole, just the other day. And it was my first time kind of talking through with a new employee. And so I think it went over well. She seemed to understand. And we I told her a lot of the reason that we hired her was because we felt like she was these things. So it was a good That's connector. Cool. Love that. <laughs> them. How, do, how do you feel since we've implemented them? How do you feel like people are talking about them or using them? I really feel like, again, we we keep saying these are things we are doing anyway. They're not aspirational. It's who we are. But I think that once you put it on paper and people hear it out loud, that they just kind of like take that a little bit more. And I feel like in some of the internal meetings that we've had where we're like, oh, you know, push back a little bit you know, and we'll get to what our tenants are. So I'm spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but just, you know, I don't know. It just feels a lot more natural to do some of these things because it's almost like you have the authority to do so because somebody wrote it down for you, even though you knew it was the right thing before, or the right way to be, or just who you are. It's kind of like validation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's definitely changed the vibe. I think people are. We were always proud to work here, but you're like really proud when you see this. Like, yes, this is my team. This is me. This is who we are. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Definitely a, a a lift. Not that we needed one, but good vibes. Yeah, definitely. So without further ado, these are Cypress North's core pillars, and we believe we're not just a top digital marketing agency in our area, but in the world, and this is how we're going to stay there. And, and by hiring people with these tenants, then we know that we can continue to be the best and do the best work for our clients. Okay, so the first one is be transparent. Telling the truth is first and foremost to us. It's really important. Anytime we make a mistake, mess up, we admit it, make it right. We make sure that our clients understand, you know, what we're doing and how we're doing things. So there's no, you know, magic behind the curtain. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if we don't know something, we say that. So, and then we go find the answer. So if a client asks a question, um, it's really important to us not to just like make something up on the spot. Um, we wanna, we wanna show them not just tell so like I said when we're working on something we want to show them exactly how how we're doing it so they understand you know exactly the service that we're providing for them so Jess what does being transparent mean to you in your day-to-day -day work life I think it just means communicating right I mean we talked about or you talked about if we mess up we make it right and that is certainly so but also sharing in successes too I think a lot of times we're focused on the data. We're looking in there every day, seeing how things are going. And clients, obviously, they have other things to do. That's why we're here. 
So there's also that avenue to it too, where it's like, oh my gosh, like look at how great sales are since we made this change or we fired up this campaign and being transparent in that way too, because I think a lot of times, you know, it's easy to just fire up a monthly report and share how things are going, but it's those one-off little moments. It goes beyond transparency, right? It's making that connection with your clients and, and proving that value of, of the relationship that you have too, that, you know, you can check in anytime and get information and yeah, absolutely. Transparency means data too. So on the flip side, if things aren't looking great, you know, we're spotting that right away. We're saying, hey, here's, you know, things are falling off a little bit. Here's a plan to fix it and just working together. So transparency, communication, all together in one. Great. Um, so the next one, take ownership. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, Jess? I would love to. <laughs> so this goes actually kind of along the lines with what I just said. We are an extension of our clients' marketing teams. Yes, they've hired us. We are an agency, but we really work closely with our clients and we, you know, become ingrained. So they're, you know, some of them are in our Slack channels and we just have really open communication, again, being transparent. But Beyond that, just from a business perspective, we're acting as if their money is our own. Their goals are our own. If you know they're not meeting their goals, we're not either. So just being proactive, making recommendations, just talking about how changes in the industry are impacting what they're doing, and you know, saying here's what we're going to do to fix the issues that you have. It just really owning that. You know, so we like to start with big problems and glaring issues, and we like to say we work to small, where there's just always something to do. You know, so I think. Again, just being a part of the team and really, you know, I don't work for you, I work with you kind of mm -hmm. mentality is where we go with that. With that one too, I like to think of it as like when you say we act as if their money is our own, um, we're not really order takers. <laughs> when a client says, <laughs> yes. hey, I want to be on Pinterest and we're like, maybe you shouldn't sell tractors on Pinterest or, you know, we push, <laughs> we we tell them when we think something's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of leads into our next one that we we call challenge liberally um, because every recommendation should really relate to the goals that we're doing. Absolutely. So we respectfully um, challenge our clients and um, it's kind of why we pick certain clients. We want to make sure that we're working with people that that understand that, that we're not just going to say yes to every single thing that they want to do. We're going to make recommendations that we think make sense. So... Do you have any examples of that or any times that you feel like, oh, I'm going to have to challenge them, but then it went well? <laughs> Other than selling tractors on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> I totally made that one up. We don't even have a tractor client. I don't know why I said that. So in all seriousness, and this one's actually fairly recent, we have a client with where seasonality is a big thing for them, right? And obviously, you need to scale back a little bit in the off season, and we understand that. We agree with that. But it, the strategy that they proposed to us or what they wanted to do was just they're running a sweepstakes and they just wanted to keep doing that and then be retargeting the folks that entered it, which was certainly a tactic that we were using. But for that to be your only thing just doesn't make sense. I mean, the, the intent of a sweepstakes, it's really, really easy to get those people in, right? And then if we want to keep hitting them and showing them our real product and try and get them back to convert on something much, much different, again, a piece of the puzzle, but not the only thing that you should be doing. And we just said, look, like there's other ways to get relevant eyeballs, new eyeballs on your site, on your product, drive traffic. We recommended running, you know, video 
really, really cheap doing some prospecting there. And just, again, getting fresh eyeballs on the site, adding new users into our remarketing list, keeping those fresh and keeping things rolling. And I'm so glad that we did that. We pushed back because they allowed us to do it. And we were actually able not only to keep things alive and up and running, but actually drove conversions on some of that really cheap prospecting that you know wasn't even running before because it was you know new in this moment. So it worked out really, really well for the client. And we were super happy because we got, you know, we kept them happy. We did what they wanted, but we also added in the Cypress North expertise of like, we, we just can't do one thing. Things are going to get stale and the traffic isn't going to be worth it. So we were able to push back a little bit and then drive great results for them. And they were ultimately happy too. That's great. It's awesome when you're in a client meeting and they're like, see, this is why I hired you guys. Yeah. Because you're going to tell me the truth. That's all. That's what clients want. And that's what we want to give to them. Well, that's what some clients want. The clients that we like to work with, that's what they want. Um, But having these tenants in place, like we said, this is really helpful for when we are talking to a new client or a prospective new client Mm -hmm. that we can tell them these things. Like this is the kind of service that you can expect from us. And if you want an order taker that's just going to say yes to every single idea you have and never give you our own opinion, you should probably go talk to somebody else because that's one of our core pillars. So love it. Um, the next thing is, this is my favorite one, embrace growth. So when I came to Cypress North, this was something that was so huge for me that because every agency, every marketer says like, oh, I'm constantly learning and I'm staying on top of the cutting edge, things like that. Um, but it's like, how do you do that? Oh, I listen to podcasts or I read articles or, you know, it's very like individual. Mm-hmm. And when I came to Cypress North, I noticed that difference right away that we are constantly learning and not just learning individually, but teaching each other. Um, we have two meetings a week where we go through different things that we've learned throughout the week. Um, the whole marketing team and mm-hmm. everybody participates. Everyone says something. Everyone gives a nugget of some kind of something that they learn. Um, and there's also this just general culture of helping each other learn. So if somebody, say, is usually doing um, paid search ads and they need to do shopping ads for a new client, one of our other team members will be like, oh, I've done a ton of shopping ads. Let me show you. And everybody learns from each other. And I just, I think it's just the most special thing about (laughs) Cypress North. And I talk about it all the time. And I gush on and on in every interview. And Greg will attest to that, that I always tell people that we're interviewing how wonderful it is. Um, But I think that's just super important. And not many agencies can really say that they do that. Yeah. So not that I have experience at other agencies, because as you know, started at the bottom and I'm here. (laughs) But (laughs) I did from what I understand, it's really competitive in some places, like internally. People compete with each other. They, you know, don't everything's a secret. They don't want to tell you how I got where I got. And that's just crazy to me. And that's not how I operate. And that's not how our team operates. And I just think, you know, that is why we're so great at what we do because not everyone can be an expert at everything. And if you don't have a culture where you can ask your buddy over there that's way better at something else than you for help, how are you going to grow? How is your client going to grow? How is your agency going to grow? And vice versa. If you're not willing to open yourself up and teach all the things that you've learned, do you really know it? And is it worth being in your head if you're not going to share it? I don't know. I just think Mm -hmm. part of the reason that we're so successful is we are a team. You know, we have dedicated folks on a client so that they have that personalized attention, but we don't live on an island from each other. And that extends beyond our marketing team. If we have to ask Dev for something or design, like everybody here is just so collaborative and it's just, 
I don't know. It's a beautiful thing, like you said. Warm and fuzzies everywhere. (laughs) Nuggets big and small. Everything is important. Everything that you learn could be useful to somebody else. So even if it's not one of your core pillars, it it should be in your personal life, right? Like share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we always say like together we're greater than the sum of our individual efforts. And it's so true. So true. Every single day. I just feel like, what's that? The muscle emoji. I think it's just muscle, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's us. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Teamwork. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So for our last one, bring yourself to work. And I think you actually might have coined this phrase, bring yourself to work. I mean, I stole it from a book I read, but (laughs) I brought it up. I was sharing knowledge, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was embracing growth. Somebody else taught me that. But (laughs) thank you. Yeah, I mean, this is the work-life balance one that where we were struggling really hard. Like, what do we call this? And I love it. I think it it makes sense. Bring yourself to work. Like, we're all individuals. I wore plain black today, but I'm allowed to wear a graphic tee if I want. I'm bringing myself to work. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, let your personality (laughs) shine through. Mm -hmm. You could probably explain it better than me. Well, I I think, (laughs) I don't know about that, but we all just kind of, embrace each other and Mm -hmm. our individuality. So everyone has different hobbies. Um, Everyone has different interests, different types of music that they like. And we make it so that everyone is really inclusive. There's no, you know, there's no clicks here. Um, one big click. Yeah, it's big just heavy one family. big click. We all love each other <laughs> and we're obsessed with each other. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we also want it. So it's not about like work-life balance where, you know, we want you to have a life outside of work and, and separate it because work-life balance sounds very separate. And I feel like I can bring myself here. I can bring my life into Cypress North and everyone can bring themselves and work is just a part of my life. It's just a part of what we do. There's nothing to balance. Yeah. It's all one. (laughs) And I think there's a a client aspect of that too. Obviously, we need to be professional, right? I mean, I'm not like singing karaoke on calls or like screaming metal or swearing too much, but you could still like funny email signatures. Like I think I said data ahoy in one of my emails this week. Like I just, you just, I don't know. I think being yourself allows you to be more comfortable. So you get your work done, you enjoy it, but then it lets your clients see that you're a real human being too and you're more fun to work with and they probably feel like they can be more open and honest with you if that's the way that you're being with them. So I think that it's nice to that we have a culture here that we can let some of that stuff shine through and be a little quirky, but obviously professional. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jess, thank you so much for being on the first episode of the Agency Scoop. I'm so happy that you came on here and it was so much fun talking to you about how much we love Cypress North. I know. I feel like it's what we do anyway, so we might as well let somebody listen in on it. Might as well record our normal conversations. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Jill. It was fun. Oh, good. Well, we'd love to hear from other companies on whether they've gone through a similar process, how to go, what'd you come up with, what challenges did you face rolling it out? Let me know. We have a new Twitter handle at the Agency Scoop. Tweet at me and let me know what you thought of this episode and any topics you'd like to cover in the future. Make sure to subscribe to the Agency Scoop so you don't miss a thing. And I'll see you next time. Getting a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Two scoops, please. I'm not driving. Name that movie. I don't know. I think it actually might be three scoops, but it's uh, Home Alone 2. <laughs> when Macaulay Culkin's getting room service. It's oh like, ah, oh, two, make it three. I'm not driving. <laughs>
I don't know if you want to keep this. I love it. No, probably not.